Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So... What's your weird story? Hello, Weirdsville. Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. You are my favorite people. (laughs) I had to say that. It's true. It is true. It is true. That voice that you hear there on the uh, other side of my screen is my co-pilot and my other favorite person, Mr. Adam Beebe. How are you, Adam? Hello, Barry Johnston. I am doing well. I don't know if you were pay- if uh, if you said your name. Did you? I don't um, know. Probably not. I'm uh, Barry Johnston. So uh, nice to uh, see all of you or yeah. not see you or whatever it is that we do here. Yeah. And in my defense, I may have... Uh, momentarily tuned you out as I was uh, swatting away one of my cats that was making noise <laughs> beside me. So, All good. All good. So uh, what's new in your world, sir? Well, you know, um, it is, it's, uh, I don't know. What's new? Nothing's new. Everything's, yeah. you know, reverting. I mean, summer's uh, getting here. Yep. Uh, temperatures are getting warmer yep. and uh you know it's uh people you see more and more people outside yes you know yes um so we're all returning to a state of normal yep. you know yeah um i'm uh, lined up my own vaccines uh for uh pretty soon here yep uh get those taken care of nice and uh yeah so you know i mean i don't have any grand plans for um you know, when I am fully vaccinated, uh, you know, go see some friends or something. But, you know, I don't have sure. any travel plans or anything like that just yet. But, uh, well, you know, this time of year, uh, actually, as we're recording this, one of my favorite days of the year to sort of usher in the summer is Cinco de Mayo. Here we are. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Hope, hope everybody is eating uh, their favorite Mexican dish or drinking their favorite uh, Mexican uh drink um yeah it's i love this time of year i love the springtime uh i work outside so it's always nice to when the when the good weather rolls in you know whenever we start our year it's quite cold and frigid out so uh mm-hmm. this this time of year is kind of nice to be out and about and uh and and do our thing so yeah everything's good here and um we're just uh same thing we're rolling with it we got kids that are graduating here soon uh my oldest boy graduates from high school and uh wow yeah another one another one out the door so to speak and um that's wild dude that's crazy it is um it makes you feel old you know um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me feel old and just, yeah. you know, not even my kid. But, uh, yeah. You yeah. know, kids are a great marker on uh, how old you're getting. I still don't feel old, but mm-hmm. certainly physically there are times I do feel old, but mm-hmm. mentally I'm mostly immature. So, yes. Isn't <laughs> that funny how, you know, uh, 
we 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 tend to uh, we think that you know when you're, we by this age you know you are uh, you're 45 and I'm still 28 29 right. yes. whatever it is yes yep. um yep. you know how by this time you when we were young yeah uh, you know that was old yeah you know oh yeah and it's somebody that age we had had it all figured out yep. And had it all, you know, so much wisdom and accumulated knowledge, and you knew what they were doing yeah. in life and with their life, yeah. and just, you know, had it all. Everything was just set in a set path, and they were all good. And you know, then we get to this age, and you realize that everybody is just like you are. You know, yeah, we're all the same. You know, grownups are just the same as kids. We just hide it better. Yeah. So that's very I think we true. We talked about that in this episode. Uh, probably did. Yeah. Um, no, we talked about a lot of things, a lot of things as, <laughs> as we do, as we do. But yeah, you know, as we were kids, it was like when you were 40, you looked like you were 60 back then. Yeah. You know, yeah. really? I mean, it, and it's, it's so funny when you go and you look back on pictures and stuff and it's like, you know, here's my dad and your dad, there's a picture of them, um, together and they're like probably in their they're early to mid thirties maybe. And they look like they're like in their fifties, you know, yeah, they yeah, got the facial yeah. hair and, and it was just a different time really. Um, and you remember all the old, old over, over the hill, 40 over the hill parties, birthday parties and stuff like that, that they used to have. And, and you don't really see that really much anymore. Um, you know, I think for the most part, it's like the 50 now is the new 40, I guess. Yeah. For some, maybe. you know what I mean? For some people, but uh, it is crazy how time flies. And I'll tell you what, this episode we have coming up, it's crazy how time flies because we just kept talking and talking and talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With us uh, it, today is, uh, or joining us as a special, uh, is our special, I almost said agent, but uh, <clears throat> our special correspondent and our resident Reddit weirdo. Bobby, and uh, she's she's sitting in because her sister Gina is actually the one who has brought uh, some weird stories for us. And as as things tend to happen, you know, especially when Bobby's around, but also just in general, as you know, on the podcast, sometimes we just get to talking and we just go in the organic flow yeah. of the whole thing, and it goes. A million directions. I mean, we go from point A to point giraffe. Yeah. Uh, you know, to yeah. point, uh, you know, quantum loop. We're all over the place, but it's a really interesting conversation. We really had a great time. We uh, we had we had to look at the clock and go. Oh, we've been talking a while. Maybe we should wrap it up here. So we, yeah. that's how we ended it in our at least as in our recording conversation. But really cool stuff. Gina has some cool stories. Um, some really cool stuff about dreams and uh, some other stuff that she's seen out in the uh, Southwest there. So. Um, I guess, you know, we can just move it along and let Bobby take the reins from here. Um, so, Bobby, uh, thank you for uh, stepping in with us here in the uh, the recording booth, the virtual recording booth in Weirdsville. And uh, why don't you uh, introduce us to your sister? 
All right, so uh, I'm super excited. Um, I'm always excited when I come on here because Adam and Barry are really fun and really great at tolerating me, and it's awesome. Um, but today, we have my uh, youngest sister. Her name's Gina, and um, she's a really, really... Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I, I'm not even sure if I know a lot of the stories that she is going to tell us today. Um, but what I can tell you from my experience is that um, out of everyone that I know, Gina is the most open to um, experiences in general, and really, really hellbent it seems sometimes on um, analyzing it and and understanding it. So everything that she goes through, especially if it's just something bizarre you can bet that she's thought about it for hours upon hours upon hours sometimes not sleeping for days to try and understand it um so yeah i i'm i'm really excited to be able to to kind of hear this from a um different perspective not in a, a way that i would normally hear these um but yeah gina what's your weird story what have you got so <laughs> Um, I have a lot of weird experiences with dreams, um, and I'm going to start with the first dream where my, I'm going to say first, it was the only time that I've done dream, ju dream jumping. So it's where you, you have a dream, right? Mm -hmm. And you're actually able to go into somebody else's dream that same night. Mm. And it like basically any other person in that dream or who's dreaming that dream can actually um, interact with you. Mm. Oh wow! <laughs> Where did yeah. you hear about this? Did so you find out after? I didn't, yeah, I found out after. I didn't know I was doing it until the next day. Mm. So um, that's how it kind of happens with me. Like I always just end up going to sleep, <laughs> and then all of a sudden something happens, <laughs> and it's like I I do uh, try to figure out what what it was, like you know um, what happened, but. This one particular, I had a friend actually tell me what happened. So, um, anyway, so I'm in this, uh, so I'm staying over at a friend's house. Um, basically, I go to sleep, and I'm still in the same house that I fell asleep in. And uh, I am in the hallways. The hallways are, like, dark, so there's, like, no light. But then I do see in each room, like, there's dim light, so I can see, like, under the doorway, you know, like, in space that there's light in that room and there's like probably like three different rooms but um so i am in the hallway and then there's the per my friends there and then my my ex okay <laughs> my ex comes into the dream and he's in the house and i'm trying to basically hide from these two people my friend and my ex and so i'm kind of jumping through like each room um, sneaking around, like, uh, my ex or my friend come through the hallway, I jump to the next room, like, basically, I'm just trying to hide mm -hmm. and trying to get out of that house. And so um, I'm trying to reach that front door. And then my friend sees me, and I'm like, okay, hey, we got to leave, we got to leave. And so we're like, oh, we're like, okay. Um, and then I finally see, like, I, the open door, and I run through it. And I'm like, come on, follow me, follow me. And my friend has, like, a hoodie on and stuff like that because I'm telling him, like, to hide. And so then that's the end of my dream, right? So it's not really like, epic or anything like that. It's just me going through rooms trying to uh, get out, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then the next morning, um, 
And the next morning, my friend messaged me on Facebook. Bro, she's like, hey, you, like, um, you were in my dream last night. And I was like, oh, really? I was like, tell me about it, you know? And because, like, I was interested because of this dream was so vivid. It felt like it was, like, it happened, like, for real, you know? And so she's like, so I was in my room, and the um, uh, you ran through my door, and you're, like, telling me to, we got to go. Somebody's following you. And then you ran out because I guess she was, like, stuck. She couldn't move. She was kind of afraid. Mm. So she's, like, not uh, able to move with me. So she's like, I got, so I was like, I got to go. And then she told me as soon as I left the room out of some other door, um, the same door I came through was um, a guy with a, a hoodie on. And he ran in uh, for me. Wow. So it kind of sounded, yeah, it sounded Whoa. like um, it sounded like I went through that front door in my dream. I went outside, but I actually ended up in her bedroom. Oh, that's crazy. That is bizarre. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> that is crazy. I know that, like, at least for the past few years, because you've mentioned it every once in a while, that you've been, like, working on your dreams, right? And, like, wanting to be able to, to was it lucid dreaming that you were, you know, originally trying to do? Um, had you had, like, by that point, any success with lucid dreaming? Um, before that? Well, so there's a that's thing, like, um, before that, no. I've never actually had any experience with actually intentionally going to sleep and lucid dreaming um so and like lucid dreaming is like basically what like you are in your dream you know you're dreaming right and you can yeah you know walk through it and do whatever you want but knowing you what you're doing is a dream yeah yeah um, exactly it's like playing a video game while you're sleeping where you control yeah. or you Before can that. control you're but you also you're conscious somehow that you are dreaming right or in yeah. a dream so but before that, I didn't. No, I never had that experience. Every time I'm in a dream, I'm just, it feels like I'm just kind of continuing life, but I'm not like, you know, oh, I'm going to mess with this over here, or I'm going right. to conjure up this over here, you know? Yeah. Something, nothing like that. Wow. But yeah. So when this happened, you did you not, you didn't know what it was, dream jumping, right? At this point, or did you know? Did you know that? Uh-uh. Okay. I mean, I've heard about it before, like, you know, in, um, TV shows or something like that. Like, right. But it's nothing I really actually looked into of trying or, you know, actually, like, research or anything like that. Gotcha. So gotcha. I would, yeah. Yeah, because usually, like, in a TV series or something like a fiction kind of thing, it's always, like, you know, one or, you know, two or three people have the same dream. And, of course, that's because something is, you know, like, supernaturally affecting the dream. Mm -hmm. You know, usually something like that. But, yeah. Uh, so this is this, but this sounds. I mean, it sounds like it's. I don't know. It's. It's. I've nothing that I really heard of before. Um, yeah. You know where where you kind of just somehow walked through somebody's dream. Yeah. Basically. Mm -hmm. That's wild. That is wild. Yeah. I wish I knew how I did it too, but like I yeah. So it you never. Wild. So you haven't gone. You haven't experienced that since then. That was the only dream jump that was the only one okay wow that's weird and that is, i think i, I would weird. imagine that it has something very much has something to do with the fact that you know you were good friends with this person so that you have 
Um, you know, when you're around then, you know, cause when you're around certain friends, your, your brain chemistry and brain waves kind of change mm-hmm. that, you know, so you're kind of in line with somebody. And that's why whenever you're around somebody for a long time, you can start finishing sentences and you kind of have an idea of how they're thinking about something or, you know, what they might order or something like that. You pick up not just their habits, but, uh, also you pick up like, you know, just their, their, Un, you know the the unconscious habits you know the unconscious things and so you pick up their patterns of behavior patterns of speech and you know stuff like that and so i you know when you're i get a i, I guess i that to me that leans that gives a little bit of a an explanation as to why this friend that you're able to you know jump into their safe space or their head or their dream or whatever it is because you're so yeah so yeah well it's it's very like um we do have like an energetic connection for sure um she was all so i'm i'm a spiritualist i guess you can say i'm like very like I, i kind of basically send her a lot of things when it comes to like um um how to heal and stuff like that mm-hmm. your energy um, or like uh, some energy practices because she was just she was interested and in, uh, she knew that I did that so um, I definitely was guiding her into that and so I feel like yeah she I probably was uh, energetically connected to her in that way and that's probably why she was able to or I was able to you know connect with her like that because yeah that's something um, that's pretty pretty weird it's pretty crazy I don't even yeah. know how to explain it honestly. It makes me wonder how many dreams I've jumped into uh, mm-hmm. that, you know, that you just don't get a chance to ever talk to somebody about it. Yeah, that's exactly kind of fascinating. I don't I've I, never I, I've never even heard. Maybe I've heard of of that dream jumping, but never had anybody tell me a story about it. Yeah. Yeah, well, no one's really open to saying their dreams, you know? <laughs> sure. Yeah, you but. really, you can't tell too many people about your dreams, because not too many people want to hear about your dreams, but I yeah. often, um, uh, I Bobby's uh, subject to this, where I'll have, I, where I have these crazy dreams and I have to tell somebody, so I'll, uh, I've got a I'm couple so people. I'm so jealous. I send. They're so cool. I've had a couple of crazy ones that I haven't told you about. Um, but yeah, so I ended up, you know, sending her a, a message saying, you know, oh, oh, so this happened last night and I try to remember it as much mm-hmm. as I can. And, um, yeah, and I've got a couple of friends I, I do that with, cause I know like, okay, they'll like this dream. They'll be like, what the yeah. Do so, you have like a dream journal or an app or whatever? No, that's basically write? my dream journal is sending it to different people. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. Dreams are so strange. We've talked about it before on the show, but uh, it is a it's just it's such a weird realm that we slip into, and uh, and and you know, just to bring this up, uh, something that I sent Adam an article on was um, uh, Elon Musk with Neuralink has. They've devised a chip now that that you can you're going to be able to implant in the brain and it's going to record memories and I would assume dreams. I mean, if you can record memories like first person, uh, I don't know why you couldn't record dreams. 
which is scary in a way. Like I would love to be able to do that. But then I think I'm such an analog person that like when we start talking about AI and the step that we're going to take in that direction is scary to me, you know? I mean, that's pretty analog. Like it's a chip on the top of your head that has wires on it. Yeah. But then you're getting into some weird shit, man. Cause like, cause (laughs) then you're going to be able to download like basically your entire life into a robot at some point Mm -hmm. like that's the end goal i think you know like cloud so then it's like do you want to live forever you know are we supposed to live forever in that capacity i don't know it's just so strange i mean i think people do want to though because i I guess i mean that's that's what we're doing we record every second of our lives and put it up on the internet it's it's i think there's a it's even just a survival instinct because the more we we record and the more we understand about each other in the future, the the you know better decisions we can make. I mean, we started doing it right away, like as soon as we could in the twenties, you know. Right. Um. So I, I think it's an instinct, and there, uh, just like anything else, there's going to be good and bad. I mean, if we can fix our being paralyzed with that how amazing is that that's true you, know, you get to live a cooler that, life yeah that's um, the positive I, I see out of it stuff like that for sure yeah. you know but there's, there's a movie about that there's dreams. always going to be a negative you know we can always yeah. take things too far but in in reality it's 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 good in um it's good in science it's good for research it's good to study but yeah we could i could see us pushing it to its limits, you know, yeah. where we're like, okay, well, I guess we have to kind of cap that now. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was you know, that I, movie with, um, uh, oh, Robin Williams? I think it was, uh, I think it was a Robin Williams movie. Yeah. Um, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Where he plays the robot, um, right? No, not that one. Oh, not that that one's one. great too. But no, this one, uh, it's where, like, at your funeral, they play back a movie of your life. Mm. And it's because everything's recorded in your brain. And I can't remember what it's called, oh but it's a God. beautiful name. What dreams they cut out certain no. things of your life and like put it in like a slideshow? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a video. Yeah, and I've it, it judged you as a person. Yeah. So yeah. what dreams become? Also a fantastic movie, but that one's not the same. This is like a, um, I, I, it has a play. I can find it. I'll Google it while we're talking. But you should definitely watch it because it's amazing. But that's basically what it's about. They've. It's in the future. We're able to record. Um, you know, our, our, all of our memories, our entire life is recorded. And then at your funeral, they play it back for you. And there's there's more to the story. But that's the part that really, like, really messed with me. Because the it's, your, cause it's from your perspective. Right. But everyone else is looking at it. And so they're seeing your life from your perspective without actually having the emotion, emotional attachment of your perspective. Um, and then they judge you in your afterlife based on that. I don't know. It's a movie though. I mean, if we could keep it at that, that'd be great. (laughs) What I worry about is, uh, you know, other people getting involved and right, right. You know, being hacked. Yeah. Yeah, That kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. uh, That's true. Huh? Yeah. Hmm. I just watched the, uh, the QAnon, uh, series. I think it was on HBO, the documentary that they did on that. Uh, which is absolutely fascinating. If you guys haven't watched it, you should. Um, it's just about who Q is and how that whole thing happened. And 
it's a bummer. It's such a bummer because you realize, and I think we all do realize that we're all being manipulated, but to yeah. what degree yeah. um, and, and, and how, how those things that are supposed to start out as being freedom of expression and speech turn into, you know, somebody grabs it, corners it, and turns it into a way to, to you know, I don't know. It just I, that kind of shit scares me. But uh, but hey, I was born in ni- I was born in 1975. So <laughs> I like analog shit. You know, I like real I like real handshakes and real face to face interactions. I would like the I, I would like the um, the dream recording because honestly, like I there's so many dreams that I have that I'm just like. That'd be a cool movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like story, you know? Yeah. The whole but, reason that we have those dreams is because we're using it to process information so that we can right. learn and grow from it. Yeah. So if yeah. there are things that we missed, if we can go back and like actually be, you know, able to watch our dreams like that, that way, and then just like, you know, process all the things that we didn't learn the first time. Right. That would be, that would be curious. Spending, yeah. You're spending waking hours essentially being asleep again in a way yeah 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 be kind of weird yeah yeah but you probably I found the movie, by the way okay cool what is it the final cut the final cut it's a 2004 sci-fi thriller written by omar name i don't know anything else he's done um but basically the it takes place in a setting where memory implants make it possible to record entire lives and it just becomes just like it gets real cool okay real real cool wow yeah wow that's that's cool. Yeah. I mean, it, maybe the more the more you could study a dream like that, like in in like real time, like look at it and study it, maybe we would sort of find out more information about how the brain works and the reason why it's doing these things. At this point, it's just a mystery, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but they're also working on um I remember also seeing earlier this year an article about how Scientists are working on a way to, uh, and it may be connected to the Elon Musk uh, brain chip, um, but a way to record if someone is like, or or they can communicate to somebody who is lucid dreaming, something like that. And I may be getting this wrong, but there's some way that they they can like have communication with somebody who is dreaming and especially if they're lucid dreaming. So I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, more stuff for people. Yeah. More, yeah. more stuff for people to look into, you know, more stuff to just reinforce the fact that maybe we actually are living in a holographic universe and mm-hmm. this is the matrix. So, I mean, there's no spoon. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is actually a very hopeful idea. Like as much as I want to get stuck in this, like, like uh, uh, not cynical. I don't. I don't think I'm cynical, but um, it's just, okay, maybe. <laughs> but but I, like the more I think about it, the more I'm like, that's actually very exciting. Like, yeah, there are there are ways with what we have to easily be herded, I guess, and you know, controlled, like with things like mass media. I think it was like um, I don't know if you've read that Alan Moore biography, Adam, but I think you would love it. 
um, he's a little nuts, but he talks about how it's like witchcraft, basically, yeah. that you can put out a commercial and it's like mind control. Everybody's thinking about that one product at the same time, blah, blah, blah. But it so it gets like a little hopeless when you think about that. But then you if you would like turn it back in on yourself and think about, well, if it's easy for them to do, then it's easy for me to do, too, for me. And, you know, then the, the fact that like we're learning so much about um, physics and, and things that we didn't understand before, where it's becoming more of a reality and becoming more like acceptable to really believe that like it, it, our possibilities really are completely infinite. Like, yeah. Yeah. We could easily be able to move things with our mind in the, in the future. Like right. it's not, it's just a matter of learning. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's like manifestation or law of attraction or like um, mantras or, anything like that really is, it has that concept because like um i noticed that too the the way we uh speak like our words are also having that power like um for morning example okay i mean it's it literally means morning it means we're in morning so it's like why do we say that in the morning it's, it's basically it, they say these little curses could um affect us so i am trying to also do that too like be careful with my words so i can flip my uh, perspective and um, the way I think and just be more open to more possibilities or um, anything like that. But yeah. yeah, it's basically just mind control. Well, and you've seen that yeah. study, right? Do what? There's that study that they did with the snowflakes and water where they said different words to it right. and the the water and, and the or the ice would like change shape based on the words. And then you tie that in with the um, the studies they do with those. Uh, hot, they're not hot plates, but they're like plates, and they play specific frequencies right. and songs for it. Yeah. yeah. And then it moves um, the vibrations, like make a shape. So then it moves all of the moves the sand or salt or whatever they use to the right. outside. So you're seeing these geometric shapes. So yeah. when you you know put that, like all of your words are frequencies. So you can say a bad word and say it in a kind way. It's all about the frequencies that you're putting out. And, you know, when you when you think about that with, like, be careful about the words you're saying, be careful of how you're speaking with yourself, be careful about the songs you're singing, you right. know, um, right. it really is all about that, that yeah. energy. Have you ever listened to the recordings of um, planets and shit like that? Mm-hmm. Like the drone Some sound? pretty fucking cool shit, man. The unit, the, uh, and, and of course, the Big Bang, the, the, um the radio static that you hear um like old televisions and and radios like that that static frequency that you're hearing is from the big bang is what they say it's the radiation and the fallout from the big bang so and this is part of the reason why sound is just something that resonates no pun intended uh, with me because um yeah because it's like well i mean you grow up you grow up listening to music right and you grow up like not really understanding sound and then you start looking into it and learning about it and um how just how basic and fundamental sound is and how it does it. like those frequencies they they resonate in your body it changes your chemistry they 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 did a study where they played people music through headphones and then took the headphones off and then stuck them in front of like a full PA and played music and they they were registering their brain reactions and like like your body being 
totally um, absorbed within the frequency spectrum, just it changes your chemistry as opposed to listening on headphones. It's just strange. But I guess it's, it's your full body being exposed to it, that is, which is why people love going to concerts. You know, yeah. it's like you get the full, you get the people, you get the energy, or like, you know, you, you get the you get the band playing or what have you, the music playing, the DJ playing, and it and it has an, an amazing uh, effect on us. And, um, and I think you're right, because it's like, we're only bound by our ideas, and it's limitless as far as... If I come up with an idea tomorrow, I can probably make it happen at some point. It may be 100 years from now, but, you know. It's yeah, just, yeah, it's less and less time. Yeah. There's that, There. Uh, what was it, the frequency? Um, it's, a, it's a specific frequency, and I always forget what it is. Because I always want to say it's frequency 69, but I know it's not. Let me thinking see. thinking of the brown note. No. <laughs> the, brown, <laughs> the brown note. No. Now it's Tesla. It's the three six nine. That's what it is. Okay. Um, okay. Not what's that song? Three six nine. What is that? So anyway, there's three is but the it, magic number. Is what you're referencing. Yeah, and um, so it, they that that like basically like Tesla had been saying that forever that like the frequency of of the universe and the planet it's three six nine and people you know thought he was crazy. Um, but now, like recently, I think it was in the past 10 years or so, they've been doing studies on this frequency because they found that it actually was, like, in a way, like, changing your DNA. Like, it, it really was. And so they started to use it for therapy, and now they're using it for cancer. Oh. Because they realize that these certain frequencies, if used in the right way, will just make things explode. Like, when people do it, they sing a high note. It's not the high note that's making it explode. It's, like, the interference right. but with that high note and then something else behind right. it. Right. So they did a study with a cancer cell, and they played that frequency for the cancer cell, and it split the cancer cell. Like, wow. it killed the cancer cell. Wow. And you saw it, like, shrinking and shrinking. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, with, every, yeah, with everything, um, everything has a vibration. Everything has a frequency. Right. But when you come into, um, when you come close to something with a different frequency or vibration, your the humans, and actually a lot of things, um, will start to resonate with it. We'll start to try and mimic it. it so it could either raise our vibration or lower it. Um, so that's why our cells, so our, it goes cell deep. So our cells will try to resonate with the frequencies around us, and it could actually um, create some some really awesome things. I was so sure. impressed too. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is amazing!" And um, that's and then also too with frequencies, because I listen to frequencies uh, uh, like while I go to sleep. Okay, um, and certain frequencies can activate certain things. They say um, when it comes to like your body or your mind or um, energetically yeah so i did like this uh um this astral projection frequency uh-huh. and yeah, when i went to sleep it. and it worked it worked wow <laughs> what did so, you what so, happened yeah let's hold on yeah talk, yeah talk about, that. Know more I, about that remember how i uh, mentioned earlier about how we tend to wander we get in these these we these uh, meander away from our <laughs> from the from the subject that you know where we start but we Fortunately, we were able to kind of like organically get back there. But yeah, let's go into this to, about the astral projection. So, okay. So, um, well, yeah, just like uh, I, 
went home, you know, after class, and then I um, had the house to myself. I have a kid. I have, um, at the time, he was like a two-year-old, but um, so I never had any alone time, so I just went home, and I was like, I need a nap. <laughs> so I went home, and I turned on this frequency, and I did do a little bit of research. I wanted, I've been trying to, like, okay, I want to try to lucid dream or something. I want to astral project. I want to have this outer body experience that I've seen in movies before or TV shows. And um, so I seen that there was a frequency for that, and I played it on YouTube. I can't remember the frequency that it was, but I just picked one. There's a lot of videos of, of it. And um, so I laid down, laying on my, I laid down on my back, um, you know, I just, I didn't really do like any meditation or anything like that. I, it is kind of, I think it was like a first, like a guided meditation um, in the beginning. And then all of a sudden, like, all I can remember is, um, all I see is my pillow next to me. Um, and then I start to like lift up off my bed. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I'm just, I'm just looking at like the, um, the ceiling. So at this point, so I'm like looking up and then I look up at the ceiling and I'm like, okay, what's going on? <laughs> and so I'm kind of looking around me. Um, I don't see my body, but I see like this like cloud, like cloudy or mist around me. Um, so I feel like I'm like on a cloud or something just floating up or, or something. Mm-hmm. And um, then I start to like, okay, I'm going to, I see my, my bedroom door. So I'm going to go reach for my bedroom door. I don't know what it is with me indoors. <laughs> but, <laughs> I was just trying to get out, but uh, so I go and try to reach for the doorknob, and I'm almost there. And as soon as I like go to reach for the doorknob, I get sucked back into my body, and I wake up, and it's the same exact. Uh, I wake up to the same exact um, like this pillow, like the very image I had when I woke up in my. I, I thought it was a dream, but then thinking about it, I was like, no, I think I actually did it. Wow. Did you? Were you? Did you feel like you were buzzing? Cause I've done yeah. that before. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I felt like I was buzzing and I thought it was, um, I don't know. Cause I have anxiety sometimes, you know, like I can get like that, but, um, cause I was like kind of afraid. I was like, why am I lifting off the bed? You know, it's just, it just, it just hit me. Like it didn't feel like I really did anything, but just put on the frequency, lay down and then boom, it happened. Yeah. You know, I don't even remember falling asleep. Mm. So yeah, that was interesting. And it was, I, I think it was because that frequency. And I wish I could find that, that YouTube video again because it worked. <laughs> have, have, you, have you done crystal layouts or anything like that with, with using different types of uh, rocks? You ever done anything like that? Uh, yes. Um, so I can't tell you like, so I like the grounding crystals and the, um, what's it called? The ooh, selenite. Selenite. Okay. Um, cause that, that kind of, um, keeps things, well, it keeps you grounded basically, but also the selenite, uh, also purifies, like kind of keeps you from any negative, um, thoughts or energies or anything that's, cause I guess you're very vulnerable when you're sleeping, mm-hmm. you know, in your dream state. Um, so I definitely keep that with me. I find that whenever I do have that selenite next to me, um, my dreams are more clear. They're more of a, like, they're more of like a regular dream instead of like me, um, so like some like cloudiness in it, you know, right. It's more clear. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had, I've had that done. Um, there was a girl that she was a roommate of mine at one point and, um, she did a, she did that to me one night. She wouldn't do it on me when I was, I had a few too many drinks one night and I was like, do that. <laughs> I want to, I want to experience that. She's like, nope, nope, nope. I'm not going to do it right now. I'll do it to you tomorrow. So next day she does it. 
and it, it was the one they put them on your chakras. You know, mm-hmm. I would let me just I'm going to preface this. I would never have believed any of this shit before I had this experience. <laughs> but, right? she, but she did that thing where she puts them on, you know, I don't know what she put where, but they're different like quartzes and stuff like that. Crystals and stuff. And I felt like she had me close my eyes and I started to like hum at this like, you know, like you're talking about buzzing. Yeah. I started to hum at this frequency. I had to open my eyes because I felt like I was going to get sick. And, and I was like, what is going on here? But it's real. It's real. I mean, yeah. I don't know how it works. I know that, that, that different crystals and, and, and things have different frequencies that they vibrate at. You know, it's exactly. Yeah. It's it, so each one has like its own frequency as well. So if you placed on your chakras, it would um, help like your uh to like i guess like on um, like um how do you call it it would resonate with them yeah and it would open them or clear them basically just to mm-hmm. make things just flow more your energy flows more so that that's when um you'll feel that buzzing or anything like that, that yeah um i always feel heat too right mm-hmm. you should try uh magnets too okay. around you uh that's an intense really intense yeah, it's really crazy, actually. And you can start feeling like if somebody puts your um, because I did uh, Reiki classes before. Okay. So, uh, what we did was uh, I had somebody lay down and I put um the sh- the chakra stones like on their um their centers, and then I put magnets around them as well, and uh that extended their um their work field or their energy field like way up above. Like I could be standing like two feet away and I can feel all that energy. Wow. Do you yeah. have a filter on yeah, camera? Was... You're changing colors. Yes. It's freaking me out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what yeah, are you? You're getting the inter- right You're now, getting the Dana? energy buzz, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you yeah, know that you. feeling that you get sometimes? Sure. Y- yeah. So you know how sometimes you go, you meditate, and you feel like um, your vision gets kind of blurry, and like the, and then you feel warm, and then that buzzing kind of. Um, and then also like how some remember that one time like we'll have a conversation and then we'll get that feeling. Do you know what I mean? Where you feel yeah. like yeah, um, or like that one time like I was in church and I like I was like what is happening? That's what I felt like looking at you. And then all of a sudden you started changing colors. <laughs> so I didn't know if you had a light. I'm not kidding. Adam, you saw it too, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. You were changing yeah, you were, colors, you're, Gina. Your skin. There's something going on. I don't know. I, maybe it might have to do with the camera and the light overhead. I see it now. Oh, there okay. Go. Your skin tone is changing. It's not necessarily with well, the background. Yeah, the color, see? yeah. I see what you're saying. <laughs> what is that? I, so I, I propped my phone up on my on my um uh desktop and it's on the screensaver right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like having an out of body. She's turning purple. <laughs> She's turning blue. Oh, She's oh, turning oh, green. <laughs> that is funny. I, I don't know, Bobby. You must have seen yeah. me just like all of a sudden like change. No, I didn't even. I didn't think anybody else noticed it, oh, so noticed that's why it. I asked Dina because I was like, "Is that I can't?" Because the thing is, is that sometimes when I listen to my sister talk, I feel a certain way, mm. and I recognize that feeling, and it's a spiritual feeling, right. and 
So it just happened to be going on at the same time that she's literally changing colors in front of me. That's great. That's funny. <laughs> I was very freaked out. Well, you say that and you bring up an interesting point because, you know, in life we, we gravitate towards people that we share that frequency with, I think. We have like like-minded or like like frequencies maybe that we share and you do yeah. feel that from people that give you that you know you're drawn to that yeah. mm -hmm. that like the expression you you know we're on the same wavelength right and that's literally what that is saying you know what yeah. that's saying so yeah um i want to know uh because you only kind of mentioned it in passing but you said that you were going to talk about the orbs and I've always been really interested in that, but anytime we've sort of started to talk about it, it's kind of been derailed for whatever reason. Um, not saying I, it's me, but... That's hard to imagine that, that a <laughs> conversation would veer off from we'll, we'll, we'll the origin like, you know, point. Zone and then we'll be like, oh, Bobby, okay, I gotta go, hold on. <laughs> 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 We're just like, oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear more about that, though. Hey man, did I ever tell you about this recent thing that happened to me? I was driving around in the country and it was just after dusk. So there's a little bit of light still coming on out of the sky, but it was mostly dark. I saw this black school bus. I don't think I've ever heard this. Okay, so I saw this black school bus. All the windows were tinted and it started following me for about 15 minutes. Whoa, no. Yeah. What, what did you do? I was at work. I was making deliveries and I just kept making my deliveries and like it would even stop and wait for me oh. and <laughs> yeah, so but it was never close enough to where I could see it or anything but it was following me man wow dang that's just an example of another really weird story that happened to me and that could have happened to you. You don't have to have a UFO encounter. You don't have to have seen the ghost of your grandmother. You don't have to know what Bigfoot smells like to have had a weird story. Basically, what we're saying is weird covers a lot of ground here on the What's Your Weird Story podcast. And we love hearing all of your stories, whether they're spooky, they're funny, they're bizarre, or they're just short, sweet, and unexplained. Kind of like our podcast. The orbs. Okay, so, well, so this always happens when I'm... Okay, so the orbs, okay, it depends. I have two different kinds of orbs that I see. Um, one is uh, more of a light, like a like a LED, like like um like a heat wave. Like it's kind of clear, but it's bright, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's another one, which is more more orangish, more warm. Mm -hmm. um, and that one kind of has like a like a shadow with it. Um, so the first one I saw, so I would see the orange one. When I would go, like, um, so there's this place. I go to the Grand Spur Reservoir to kind of clear my mind, right? And um, I would, I went during the week. <laughs> so there's nobody camping there. There's a campground there and there's a reservoir. And it's Grantsville. So, um, I mean, if you guys don't know Grantsville, it's very, um, it's just a desert with some mountains, some hills. But it's not too far off from, like, um, some weird, uh, I want to say military. Isn't it, like, military bases out there somewhere? Mm -hmm. So, um, but it's not like right there. It's like maybe another city over. 
But I feel like every time I go to Grantsville Reservoir, there's always something I see or something I feel. And I don't know what it is, but there was this day, or this night, I mean, um, I'm just parked out there. I'm in my car. And then I'm looking out towards the mountains. Uh, my back is facing the uh, the reservoir. I'm just looking at the mountains, you know, and um, there's like a grass field before that. And it's not too dark. Like, your eyes adjust. You can see things, right? It's not completely dark. Um the moon's out. So I see this uh, in front of me. I see this orange. This It looked like a flashlight at first. And it looked like someone was messing with me. Because <laughs> they had this flashlight. And they were just like moving it. Like it was just moving in these weird ways. It was just kind of going around it in like a, like a. It looks like it was just dancing, you know. And then I was like, what is that? And I just kind of kept looking at it. I was like, what is going on? And then um, I'm looking past it. So I want to see like, is that a person behind it? You know, I'm looking past it. And then I see this, oh my gosh, um, this is what scared me. I seen, uh, it, I thought it was a person, but the way this thing was moving, it was a shadow. The way this thing was moving, it was like one of those uh, weird contortionist type of thing going on, like kind of dance, you know, like a, like like a snake, like kind of vibrating or moving, like just in jolts, mm. but wow. then kind like of the like, yeah, but more just like it just looked, it re- looked really scary. I was like, okay, I'm done with this. And so I like, I was like, okay, I'm going to look the other way. And then guess what? Another one to, uh, so I looked to the left of me and then it started popping up over there. It was gone from over here and now it's over there. And I'm just like, okay, I got to get out of here. So that's when I left that scene and I haven't really been back since, but, um, or at least like during the night, I won't really stay there at night, but. So how far, <laughs> aw- sorry, how far away from you were these, the orbs, like how big were they and how far away did they seem? So it was like, basically, it looked like, mm, so maybe like two handfuls, like probably like that big, like the size of my face, wow. you know? Mm-hmm. So like orb, a softball or something? No, more like a... A cantaloupe? Yeah, like a cantaloupe, yeah, yeah. And it was, I'm going to say maybe like three, four I'm going to say four cars, like a four car length in front of me. Oh, so wow. So that's close. So that's yeah, it wasn't like... that far. And it's like, this is a, like a field and this, these grass fields aren't high, you know, it's nothing, nothing can hide, you know? Yeah. And, um, so I can see things. It's not dark, pitch black, dark. There's the moon out. Like my eyes adjusted. Like I said, like, trust me, I've been going over this too. I'm like, I don't know what that was. Right. And it just freaked me out. And I'm over here, like, I'm not really, um, yeah, I was just over here like maybe I should start praying to God. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, it was—it seemed like it was demonic or something. I never seen a shadow move like that, and there was a light in front of it, you know, and That's it so... moves to different places. Yeah, and the and way it was, it was moving was weird. Wow. Just unhuman movement. Yeah. That's so where was the orb though? Was the orb or, uh, orb attached to it, or was it like in front of it? It looked like it was hiding behind it. So I don't know if it was attached to it, like I think, it, but it was like in its face area. So I don't know if it was like hide. It felt like it was hiding behind it. Wow. Oh, yeah. Let's go back. Can we go? You better come with me. I'm not going back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We should go. Wow. That's so wild. Damn. Yeah. And, um, that that happened. These I've been seeing that for the past like four four years. Wow. So you've seen it more than once. Wow. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. that shadowy orb thing. 
Yeah, well, um, not to the point where... So if it's not the shadowy orb, it's um, just the shadow. Oh. So I've never seen the light in front of it before. Okay, don't you tell see us. see that light on regular people, though? Like, huh? pretty often? I thought you saw you would, like, also see the orb on, on regular people. Like, so people you know. Orb, it'd be like... Um, so, like, the, the light orb that mm -hmm. I see, it's not really much of an orb. It's more of, like, a... Um, like a, it looks like it's a shape of a person. Like it's just like this, this um, outline of it, you know. So it's oh, not yeah. like an orb. It's just like a, like a, like a. I don't want to say like an aura, like you know, around somebody. Yeah. But yeah. it looks like heat waves. So and it's clear, but it still has like a light to it. Like if you were um, looking at water, like it would kind of glisten, you know. Mm. So. Well, it sounds kind of like the predator. <gasps> yeah. Um, right. You know where yeah. it's you can't see it, but you can kind of see uh -huh. around it because it's kind of diffracts. Like, yeah. what if, and this is crazy, I mean, because we don't know exactly what this thing is, but if you, what if there's some kind of, like, um, stealth camouflage bodysuit tech, you mm -hmm. know, that they're playing with that distorts light like the Predator? Like an invisible man. Yeah. 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 It really cool. does look like that. I'm not going to lie. It looks like uh, somebody has, like, that kind of, um, that camouflage. Yeah. Like, because uh, I've heard of that, too. Like, people saying that um, they're doing that with our... Uh, with our planes or um, right. you know, if it was have like some sort of that mechanism or whatever. Yeah. Um, that, hide or that, visible. <laughs> so, okay. So tell us more about the shadow people. Well, <laughs> shadow people, um, they, I don't know what it is. Honestly, it's, um, of course, like these things don't, I, I can't tell you if it's like, um, if it's a person or what, if there's no like shape to it really. Um, but it's just always hiding. It's like, it's just always hiding. Like it is a shadow. It's just hi hiding in the shadows and it feels like it doesn't want to be seen mm. now. And, um, it's like, it's pretty much everywhere, everywhere I go, e everywhere. And you've seen this for how long? Uh, all my life. All your that life. My life. Yeah. Wow. And these lights, these lights, um, the one like with the energy um, or the um, heat wave kind of looking clear ones, those ones I've been seeing for only maybe five years. Now, have you always seen those at the same place or is this now? Um, the, like, you know. No, they would not be in the same place. Okay. Weird. Wow. Did you ever see those when you were tripping? When I was tripping? Yeah. On shrooms? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be so scared of that. I'd be like, please do not, don't come now. No, that's the thing. Like, so I haven't taken shrooms in a while, but um, when I did, I never seen like shadows or um, any, like when it came to shrooms, I didn't see things like, I don't know how to explain it. I would just see like a whole bunch of shapes, things breathing in and out and just a lot of detail. You know, I just yeah. see a bunch of different like, like geometry. Yeah, geometric shapes and stuff. I wouldn't see, like, I've heard people say, like, they've seen um, just aliens or, you know, the devil or something mm -hmm. came to them. I'm just like, whoa, dude. Like, <laughs> about that. Like, I haven't experienced that. But when I'm sober, and that's what I'm saying, like, when I'm sober, like, I've always seen these things around me. Mm -hmm. I think that's why it's like when I'm on shrooms or drugs or something, it's like it's nothing really yeah. different for me, you know? Right. Yeah. Wow. That's wild. I didn't know about the uh, I didn't know about the shadow people. Yeah, well, it's something you really don't want to tell anybody. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. You, you told exactly me about I mean, it that's... though. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, there look, hey, to tell. that's why we're do why it's why we do this is that people can <laughs> talk about the things that they don't normally tell. You know, yeah. even their closest friends. Like you know, I mean, like Barry. When we first started off doing this, Barry had a couple of stories that he hadn't told me about because you know, I mean, it's like. It's it's there's always that line too, that you yeah. don't know how somebody's going to take it. Too weird. Were you no? just yeah. Worried that like you, that like people would think you're crazy or like that. Well, not like honestly, yeah. Because back then, um, I was uh, very worried about my image. I guess you can say I was I was uh, always wanting everyone to like not think I'm weird. Um, but then now getting older, I'm like, you know what? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. If you don't like me, fine. If, um, if you can understand me, cool. If you can, um, you know, like me and my sister, like, honestly, like, that's how I know, like, um, like she's my, she's my people, you know, like there's people that come in and out of your lives and they're here to teach you things, but there's people here to stay like to, um, experience life with and we're never judging each other. So yeah. that's yeah. like, that's why I share these stories now because like, it really weeds out the people that aren't supposed to be here, you know? Yeah. True. Yeah, very true. I think a lot of people grow up um, protecting their identity like that. You know, it's that's very normal. You know, yeah. n- nobody wants to be found out. You know, and then, yeah. and then, and then, some people hold on to that, and then become adults that are the same way. They they yeah. um, are reluctant to to kind of let go a little bit, and that's that's fine. But um, it, it it doesn't allow for a lot of interesting conversation to happen. You know, and yeah. so and so when you do find somebody that has these these sort of weird experiences or has the ability to at least put themselves in your shoes, it's kind of freeing to talk about it because you're like, God, I've been I've been experiencing this for a long time and kind of felt like I was the only one, and then now I find out that somebody else has had that experience, and it kind of mm-hmm. this is a weird world that we live in. We can't really explain it. Yeah, and and yeah, yeah, yeah. and and I think. We've we've operated off the premise that everyone's got at least one weird story that you can't explain, mm-hmm. yeah. and you know, whether or not you want to talk about that or you want to admit that to yourself is that's up to you. But we yeah, we, 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 we 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 yeah admit it first. yeah mm-hmm. right. Um, I think the more like the the I, what happens for a lot of people, I think, is first you kind of accept other people's weirdness. You know, and yep. you realize like, well, that was weird. But then you you don't care, and you still very much respect that person, and you know, respect all people, regardless of all the weird things that you find out about them when you grow up. And then you realize, okay, well, if I don't care, and that you know, one weird thing they did didn't turn me off immediately and make me think of any less of them, and I was open to it, then maybe everybody else is too. Yeah. And then that's when you kind of start to like open up. So growing up is more just like realizing. Well, we're all messed up, <laughs> so you know, yeah. and that's okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, we're all For messed real. up, and nobody has a clue what the fuck fucking on. Uh, exactly. And that's that's it. and that's being yeah. an adult. That's what yeah. you don't realize that all adults are like that when you're a little kid. Yep. Everybody, the adults seem to have it all together, and they seem to know what's going on. But it's just, um, I'm an older. I'm older than you, kid, and I don't want to scare you with reality. Right. Uh, the, yeah. the fact that nobody knows what's going yeah. on. Everybody's yeah. trying their damnedest to get, just keep it together yep. and make it through the next day. So, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. that's the big epiphany I think that you have when you step into adulthood is that 
you used to think that everybody had they had it figured out. You know, the adults had it figured out, and then it's like, no, they didn't. They they were doing the best that they could, and and that is, I think it's freeing in a lot of ways because it's like you know, because I don't have to live this perfect life that you know back in the fifties, forties, and fifties, man. I mean, you had to be. You cannot be weird. If you're weird, yeah. you're fucked because you're not. You're an yeah. outcast, you know. So it's like, but then we had these, you know, these great free thinkers. Thank God, even before those times, that were, you know, the beat, the beatniks, and the, yeah. the, the, you know, the folks that were experimenting and doing these odd things that at that time were really frowned upon. Mm-hmm. Um. But we, you know, we 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 dropped the veil. Uh, slowly over time, we've dropped the veil. Uh, although, you know, we still have our issues and things like that that people don't want to talk about. But um, I think, l- at least in these current times, people with all the information we're getting from, you know, UFO stories to science, and um, people are starting to realize that this shit's real, man. You know? Yeah. 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 I feel like these days, like the veil is being like lifted but um now it's a whole different um it's a whole different thing like now when you share these things um you have to be expected to know exactly what you're sharing like we can't just say experiences sometimes i feel like because right. i mean a lot of people are getting attacked by that like oh like you're you're wrong like where's your where's your uh facts it's like yeah. you know facts are great but when it comes to certain things like it's just you can't explain it like that you know right. yeah and we're over here just trying to um, which I understand, like, check your facts, always, always, always. But when it comes to listening to somebody and their experience, it's it's understanding, it's um, resonating with it. It's, you know, just basically just ha- letting them be open about it. Because right. you want to be open about it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of attacking yeah. each other, like, you are lying. Right. You know? Yeah. That's what I'm afraid of, too. Like, I see yeah. that happen a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and that's a- another aspect of what we're doing is we're not trying to prove anything. We're not chasing anything. We just want to interact with people and hear about what they've experienced what they've Mm -hmm. gone through you know we're not going to say you know well that's 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 you know bullshit or whatever we're not trying (laughs) that's not our job you know we don't care we're not looking for that we're looking to just you know hear somebody and tell a story you know and and you know we can tell when somebody's trying to bullshit us, and and fortunately on the podcast we really haven't had had that happen, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and Barry and I can both be really good bullshitters. I think it's part of the thing where we grew up. You know, we had we played, that was one of our games is like being able to be a good bullshitter. But you know, because of that, also we're also extremely open and honest, yeah. and. Um, we'll tell you whenever we're doing that. You yeah. know, we'll have a laugh and say, "No, nah, I was messing with you." Yeah. Yeah. But we can tell when people are, you know, we can tell when people are just like completely yeah. don't have a conviction and they don't believe what they're saying and that they're not being what mm-hmm. it is. And so, yeah. yeah, I think it's what's really, I think maybe the at the heart of of what you are all like all three of you are saying is that. All of everything that we know, like every single piece of information that we have and understanding that we have that science was then later based on started with, I had this experience, Exactly. Mm-hmm. you know, it yeah. was either like you were, you were doing math, didn't know you were doing math and you were like, hold up, what is this? Like this, every time I do this, this happens or, you know, just like having uh, like spiritual experiences. And we know that, that spirituality can change your 
your mental state and your your body and you, you know um right. so but all of it like everything starts first with an experience so if we don't talk yeah. about experiences that we don't it. have anything that, to go off of yeah nothing yeah there's no more yeah. learning yeah that's true that's true mm-hmm. yeah. and 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 i think spirituality goes through these these uh ups and downs and, and we're experiencing a down at this point where you know a lot of times it's poo-pooed um because we are so scientifically based but there's some things that you can't measure um and and i think maybe maybe it was because i've grown up in a, an incredibly spiritually religious uh, part of the world it's just been ingrained in me that it's real and there's and and you know there's certain aspects of it i certainly don't agree with but the main one uh the main aspect i do still fall in line with is that i don't know everything and there's things out there that i can't explain and it may or may not be able to be measured by science so mm-hmm. i try yes. to, I, you know what i mean i yeah, try i try, I try <laughs> to keep an open mind when it comes to these things cuz we just don't know enough i mean and I've had weird fucking things happen. So, yeah. yeah. Ulti- ultimately, you know, the function of science and religion are the same, and it's just trying to figure out our space in this universe and how this universe around us works. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's something we're never ever going to know. Not, yeah. all, not right. fully. We're not going to fully actualize and realize. Because the that, more we so. find out, the more we're going to ask questions. You know, it's like okay, now. Okay, let's just say aliens are real. Like, even though we don't know, the UAP phenomena is happening. We know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but if we didn't, if, you know, say, well, we don't know. But uh, that is raising more questions than it's answering right. to oh, me. You revelations. Know. Can, um, hold on. Sorry. That's a weird thing to just. Go ahead. No, no, no. <laughs> Um, Well, I have had a hard time sleeping for the past year. So that means I have a lot of time um, to be up reading things at three or four in the morning. Right. Um, And I have been, when I was in jail, I read Revelations, a lot of it. Uh Uh-huh. A lot of it. Um, Everybody did. I am pretty sure. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, one, and like everybody, I think everybody has had the thought, like, well, if aliens are real, like, obviously that's like what we think God is. That's kind of the same, you know, idea. Um, it's this thing that we're either a part of or like we came from or, you know, um, but they knew about us. They brought us here, whatever. Um, but I have been so freaked out lately just by, um, I mean, it doesn't help that we do have like a very, 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 very religious stepmom, Um, and I think she, she will like text me, late at night, like things about revelations. Um, but I have been like, it's hard not to, it's hard not to like sit back right now with how crazy everything is and not think about that. Like not think about like all of these sightings and like all of a sudden the world is like fighting with each other and going to shit and everything's going nuts. And, you know, we've got, um, just an insane, just insanity everywhere. Um, and then, uh, you know, all of a sudden these, uh, the UFO videos are being acknowledged now. And, um, I just get a little freaked out. Like I've been very freaked out about it and just like trying to marry those two conspiracies together, aliens and, um, 
Christ is very, very fun and very time consuming. Right. Um, <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. that. I love that you put that much time and thought and effort into that. Yeah. Although well, I, will, I do want to. I do want to um, give you something to help you breathe and sleep, maybe just a tiny bit better about okay. the world has always been in crisis. There's always wars. There's always fighting at some point somewhere in the world. There's never been peace on this planet, you know, since man arose as animals. Even mm-hmm. animals have war. Even right. animals fight. Right. Yeah. That's right. constant. That's always going on. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's not a great thing, but there that's it's a just, thing that is... It's life. That's a fact. Yep. Right. Yeah. Okay? There are always, you know, yes, we had this giant pandemic... But we've had stuff like that before. We had the Spanish flu. We had bubonic plague. Yeah, that's not what's scaring me. All these other things have happened before. So that's not a weird thing either. None of this is anomalous stuff. The one thing that may be somewhat anomalous is that governments will tell us that there are actually beings, you know, from uh, uh, off of our planet. But then again, you go back and governments would in long past days said that they said the same things, but they called them angels and, you know, and yeah. all these other things that has been happening has always been happening since we could form these simpler ideas and we've only made them more and more and more complex. So yeah. don't let the state of the world, even if it seems like it's burning and it's on fire, it's been way worse in the past, and it might get worse in the future, but it's always there. It's always simmering. It's always bubbling over. So, I mean, so it's really, you know, a lot of it is not as bad as we think because, of, again, a lot of it is media yeah. wanting us to put our eyeballs on that and read those things. And that goes, you know, I mean, that, you know, there at least, you know, enough of it is where. You can discern your own truth from all the different, several different sources, but it's just, you know, it's best for everyone out there to just, you know, live your life and go on and not think that, you know, the world's going to end any second or that anything like that's going to happen because you're never going to know. And if it does, you're not going to be conscious of it. And if you are conscious of it, it's not going to be for long. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't think the world's going to end. Honestly, with the Bible or the revelations, I think it's all symbology. It's very much like, um, uh, yeah. it's, it's yeah, that's what I mean. You know, um, so of, well, I, I feel like it's uh, definitely happening, but in a different way than we, because yes. like back then, that's, that's very like a poetic type of like a book. I feel like it's a very, mm-hmm. um, like definitely a writer wrote that. And, uh, back then, um, it was very romantic back then, you know? Right. Um, I mean, it's like, the, it's like how you interpret it, and yeah, I mean any exactly. and with any act of anything that's written, and that you know it's how you interpret it. And a lot of historical, you know, biblical historical scholars will tell you that that the whole of Revelations was written about what was happening concurrent at that time about mm-hmm. Rome, and that. The uh, the beast was a six foot six six or six one six, depending on the variation you read. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that that was that's a coded message for Nero, and the whole thing is all coded for the people at the time to understand mm-hmm. that they're talking about Rome. So it's kind of like you know, I mean, yeah, if people today were were 
talking in, you know, uh, using metaphors from um, from the uh, say the the Marvel cinema movies. You know, if you look at that, you can you can see, especially Avengers Endgame and uh, you know uh, the one before Infinity War. Well, that's that's revelations there because the the badness comes and he kills everybody, mm-hmm. but then the good guys figure it all out and everything's back to normal. Ish. Yeah. I think so, yeah. I might have leaned too heavy into the revelations joke. What oh. I what <laughs> I'm it's okay. What I'm more referring to is like you did just shout it out out of nowhere, but well, you know. <laughs> that's how it came into my head. I don't know. <laughs> um, but the the just the everything kind of simmering and uh, bubbling just before there's this mass acknowledgement that yes, this is happening. Um, you know, after having it being hid for so long, so it's more just like just that, just like people are, are fighting and sure people are always fighting everywhere, but this is a, we are a very big, um, country and we do have a lot of pull, um, compared to, to other countries. Um, so that's where I see that where it feels a little more real. Um, I'm not super religious, but it's just, it's very interesting to feel like for the first time, at least for myself, that I am living in a very, important uh strange historical era like yeah i know that this is going to be in the history books and i'm living through it um yeah so in that way and and just with all of these things happening at the same time and a uh, a lot of people together experiencing that um it just feels uh it biblical even though it's i'm not saying it's biblical um yeah yeah, just like uh, so, they, it's or freaky. whatever. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's very freaky. The thing is, like with that, like what you're saying, we are living in a time where we're not. How many people are going to experience this for like like hundreds and thousands of years? Like we're moving into. I'm sorry, we're going to get into astrology here, but where we moved into the Aquarian um, age of Aquarius, um, and we were stuck in like um, before we were in like industrial industrializing and stuff like that. Like it was more in the what they call earth signs. It's very grounded. It's very, um, well, let's see, like, I guess stable, but, um, just, just very raw, you know, we're working Mm -hmm. with metals, raw metals, all that stuff. We're like, we're coming up in the world. We're, um, figuring things out. Okay. When it comes to becoming a big, uh, economy or whatever, uh, species, I guess you can say. But, um, so, uh, this this year actually um we shifted it's they called it a shift uh into different energies so now it's not going to be much more of industrial it's going to be more of like um uh a new way of doing things you know Uh, when it comes to energy when it comes to um even our bodies our mental health ai planet ai it's going to be more more intelligent Mm. you know Mm -hmm. so we are going into a shift and this is going to happen for i think another like 500 years you know, it's going to be in these, uh, what they call air signs. So Aquarius is an air sign. So it's going to be more airy, more intelligent, more innovative. Um, it's different. So it, we really are like, it's funny. Cause like, I feel like also it's going off of, um, the planets and, uh, astrology too. If it does, honestly, it, it can predict things like, um, 
if you actually look into it, it's it's interesting. I love it. Oh, but for sure. Sure. Yeah. So I feel like yeah. that's what's going on right now. We're just we feel like this revolution or this revelation's happening. There's just so much change. Everything's breaking down. Everything's like not working anymore. And we're like, oh my gosh, this, what are we gonna do? You know. But it's like, don't worry. <laughs> like we're yeah. gonna actually come up better than ever. You know. But there, I mean, yeah. everyone's kind of freaking out right now. No lie. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's yeah. yeah, there's one thing that's true, and and maybe the Bible does. Uh, maybe does this better than, than, a, than a lot of, uh, of books. But, um, we have as, as human beings, we have this search for where did we come from and what does it all mean? And the fact that the whole alien thing or the, whatever we want to call that is now being, um, you know, I guess more accepted. It's just, there's a universal truth out there. And it just what it's just going to be a different truth is all. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to move into, but see what I worry about again, and, and you brought it up a little bit about <clears throat> who's giving us this information. Why yes. now? <laughs> why now are they giving us this information? It, it it's it 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 makes me worried a little bit because I'm afraid it's going to be hijacked for someone else's purpose. Whereas, um. I think most people like ourselves, most normal people, if there are other beings out there and we have the ability to know uh, that they exist, can we not fucking fight them? I mean, I mean, or can we not not fight them? Can we not make them an yeah. enemy? Can we can we can we can we yeah. really figure out who and what we are and where in this space uh, we where do we belong in it? it it's mm-hmm. it's just a. You know, it's 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 just it's 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 too much to take in and try to figure all out at once. But uh, yeah, well, it's too much for one person to even like yeah take yeah. on. You know, right. but that's mm-hmm. what comes into everybody. Like we all have to, um, I guess, know our own truths. And right. Like, you know, and because uh, we are being manipulated, whether we like it or not, we are being um, shown things that you know they would want us to. Um, see instead of like you know distractions you know what i'm saying yeah so just basically knowing your own truth i feel like and that's what's been helping me because i feel that as well that like oh my gosh like we're really into some shit right now yeah uh there's really nothing we can do well we there's things you can do about it but ultimately like we can't all be over here and um you know change it right away it's gonna be a slow gradual thing things are gonna start like i said like um breaking down like we're going to see that people are seeing that right now that things are just not working and so um also i think that they're we're getting these uh this new knowledge and these truths like i think it's slowly coming out because like eventually like everything comes out and and i think they need to like kind of trickle it out there like okay well here you go you know um there's been a lot of documents being released and stuff so i think it's just it's a matter of time but it's it's there for people to actually see and kind of get a hint of and kind of Oh, okay. Like, think about it like that. It's possible instead mm-hmm. of like, boom, like, whoa, like, what is this? What is, I have no idea, you know? Right. So well, the fact that they were, that they did spend so much time and energy working against it and hiding it is what kind of makes me feel like maybe it's not that much. Used it to their benefit and make, by making it up, they would have done that right away. But they did try to hide it for a long time. Right. And I wonder if it's because it is empowering in a way to know that we saw these things first collectively as a people and to understand collectively as a people that we are 
there's, you know, it's not just us. And that idea is what gives us power. I think in the same way that religion does. And, you know, so now that's kind of being, I guess, maybe that's why they were hiding it for so long was because it did give us power in a way, but they can't help it now. Nope. Yeah. Well, knowledge is <laughs> power and being able to keep a secret, I mean, is, and that's the control of knowledge and it's control of power. And yeah. so, yeah, if you can't, you know, I mean, obviously it seems like, you know, it seems like something is in the air about at least in particular about, you know, UFOs and aliens. Um, but it is because, you know, it's because knowledge is being leaked, you know, and we don't know how much of it is being leaked purposefully and how much of it is actual leak and, you know, what the agenda of the leakers are. You know, we know that, you know, a lot of them are just want the truth. You know, they want to know that there's something else out there, you know, and, I, yeah. and, and, you know, but there's also a lot of the people that uh, are, you know, who want to not have leaks go out is because they, they don't want other they don't want people to know that there's something out there because you know because knowledge controls and that information controls and it will and it will fundamentally change everything oh yeah once we do find out that there are there are you know there are beings on other planets yeah and whether they look like us or not right whether we can communicate with them well or not right it is going to change everything because all of a sudden you know we're not a lonely island in the middle of an infinite ocean there are other yeah. places you know there are other places that have life on it and the, those lives have you know had similar origins where they came from wherever they came from and 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 they were able to leave their planet which we're barely able to do. So, you know, yeah. so, you know, the, you know, we've got to, uh, you make sure that, uh, we know how to handle, you know, I mean, I, I guess it's, it's all, we're at their mercy in a, in a way, you know, but maybe in a good way. Like what if they could shoot us? And I think they should do this. Let me finish that. Sure. That's a solution, but I think there's more to it. Might be the easiest one, but if they understand <laughs> physics and frequency and all that better than we can, they should just shoot us with like, a big old vibration and change us and make us nice and like shake it up. And then we'll see the weather changing and we'll be like, Oh my God, it's like a pretty color. And then we are all very nice to each other because they completely changed the frequency of the planet and then changed us. And then they can come hang out with us because we'll be nice. <laughs> well, I mean, if you, if you uh, raise your vibration or, or resonate too like too quickly, like, you know how like you, uh, with pressure, Mm -hmm. uh, in the ocean, you have to, um, or even up in space, right. you have to move at a certain pace because if you go too far, you could actually, um, it's too much pressure, it could crush you. Yeah. You know? um, so I think, too, like that, that one, I don't know. I, I think maybe that they're, they're going to, like, but... communicate with us through, I think they're communicating <laughs> with us through another way, you know, through like energy itself, you know? Sure. Like, I, I don't know. Um, like, we shouldn't be expecting them to be face to face with us. I think it's more of a, more of something else sure yeah. a little under influence did right. you see yeah. the, um, the or no not did you see did you ever read that book um 
Oh my gosh, what is it called? Do you remember? I'm sure you've read it, Adam. There's like at the end, there's like the ant colony. He's like a, he's in a um, he's in a school for like really bright kids. Uh, it turns out that Ender's it's like game. Ender's Game. Yes. Uh. The the um, the ants at the end of the movie or at the end of the book. That was one of my favorite endings ever in a book because I felt like the way he described um, how ants um, behave, and it is really freaky how human, how human-like ant, ant, ant behavior is, but the way he, he talked about how they um, communicate is very realistic to how they commun- you could imagine they communicate, but it's, it's all based on, um, like, they don't have to talk to each other. They just all, they're kind of all on the same vibe and they just like do the same thing and move together naturally and like um communication is instant like a hive mind but in a very uh advanced way not like we would say hive mind now but i could see it being like that you know and having it and how awesome that would be i wonder if that would be like is is that something that we could have with uh elon musk's Neuraly, like we have a positive hive mind, you know, or yeah, who knows? uh, Blade and Blade Runner, um, you know how they have the monitors they can hook up to, or that might have only been in the in the book. Was that in the movie? They they hook up to these mood monitors and they can record their their moods and like other people can have them too. But they hook up to it, and um, one of the characters in it. his uh oh my gosh i forgot his name but his his wife um she she noticed that like there were people around her who were suffering and she never suffered cuz she had like this mood monitor um and she she noticed that people were suffering and then she was like well i want to suffer with them because i feel like that's the right thing to do so she started scheduling depression for herself every day and she'd schedule like 20, 30 minutes of depression. And then she would like sit in that and then, you know, come out of it. Um, I don't know what I'm saying, but <laughs> that, it, that it just made me, think about that. It yeah. made me think about that hive mind and how yeah. like um, it, it could be a good thing even to have, uh, you know, that chip attached to us where we can learn to be empathetic in a way, you know, that we normally may not be capable of. Yeah, if it's used in the right way again, you know, it, yeah. it's yeah. it's one of those things where I I celebrate the individual and the and the way that we're moving as a society, we're kind of losing that, you know, okay. and I think that's because I'm a punk rocker at heart and 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 that that is the whole philosophy of punk rock is that more like a revolutionary? Huh? That more like a revolutionary? Yeah, well, but like an older one, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what it was all about, man. Go against the grain, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I worry that we lose that um, if we move into that direction. But at the same time, we wouldn't exist if these be- if these beings didn't want us to, because obviously their technology is far beyond what we have uh, yeah. the ability to, yeah, you know, to be able to come up with at this point. But. Um, no, regardless, it's fascinating. I think that you're you're we're at a time really um, that is uh, like you said, revolutionary in that in in that our completely our way of thinking about the world is about to completely change. If not, if it hadn't had already happened on a global you know way. Mm-hmm. 
because religion, these these things that we've held on to for so long, and I think we've done the best that we can do given the tools that we have to do this, you know, but I think that as we're moving forward, what I think is one of the more interesting things that's happened to us over the over time is um, is people that have remained um, connected to a, a, a spiritual force or a way of looking at the world in a in a in an introspective way, but but marrying that with the mind, the body you know health all of that stuff mm-hmm. is really it's interesting um i would like to see where it goes after i think this year's going to be a huge year for this ufo stuff what we're going to mm-hmm. find out here is going to be pretty monumental um and i'm hoping that the the that curtain gets pulled back a little bit more so we can understand but the search for who we are and, and where we're going um it continues i mean we're living longer than we ever have in history We've got much more time on our hands to, you know, sit around and, and, and become philosophers, and and that's great. Um, yeah. And, I, and un- unfortunately, I think that there is a bit of suffering that has to happen for us to be complete, because without the suffering, you can't have, you can't recognize this is the good time, yeah. um, mm-hmm. which was what Buddha's uh, teachings were all about. Um, I think that, that it's important that we keep, you know, you know, keep that idea of that, you know, people suffer in this world and we're all sort of in the same boat. Um, no matter how much we find out about, you know, ourselves or whatever, we have to overcome, yeah. we've got to overcome some of these things. We, we can be, we can be better. There's no reason we should be having wars with one another over pieces of land or, you know oil or these things um that that's unfortunate (laughs) that's why i I, that's part of the reason why i like the idea though um because i do think suffering is important um and i wouldn't take back any of the suffering that i've done in my life because i know how important it was right but i also know that there are people and i don't i'm i don't want this to come out incorrectly but there are people alive there have to be who haven't quite suffered as much as other people I know. Um, some people do have to suffer more and, and suffer longer. Um, also, I, I think it would be nice to be able to have a, a shared suffering so that you're not doing it by yourself as much. I think it's a lot more difficult to overcome suffering and actually learn from it and grow from it if you're by your self-doing it sure. for a, a lot of sure. people. Um, so that idea does seem kind of interesting to me to yeah. just be able to to decide to like crawl in a hole with someone and suffer with them and, you know, literally be able to feel their pain and, right. you know, empathize right. in, a, in a way that. Well, it's, 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 to me, it's learning it, that, that whole, the, that saying suffer well, it's it's learning how to deal with these things in a positive way. Not all of us do that, you know. I'm certainly guilty of it. Um, but uh, learning how to overcome the mind is a huge, huge part of, I believe, what what this life is about. And it's the reason why we created religion. We, we create these things to occupy our minds to better ourselves. You know, you push through 
in order to find whatever the essence is that keeps you going and keep, especially when you have children, you know, like, Mm -hmm. like that's one of the things you're trying to hopefully teach your kids is, is how, how to deal with these things and not let them consume you, you know, because the fucking sun's coming up tomorrow unless we're all blown off the face of the earth. And, and you can ha- you got a couple of different ways to deal with that. You know what I mean? You can medicate yourself. You can mm-hmm. uh, meditate. You can take care of your body. You can whatever, whatever the thing is. As long as it's a positive thing that is not destroying other people around you, hopefully. Um, you know, we, we, that's what I'm saying. We've done the best that we can at this point, given what we've got. And I think that these... These ways of dealing with with life, uh, they're good. It's just where do where does it all fit in? Once we find out that there's something bigger and badder than we are, it's it changes yeah. your perspective a little bit. Doesn't change mine, but yeah, maybe other people. Yeah, yeah. So definitely, I, I think I I'm just saying I would like to plug into an atom box. Right. And I don't know, like share, share yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, thoughts and feelings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nobody cool. wants that. Yeah. Yeah. Connected. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I know what you're saying. Like, sure. yeah, sure. Sure. me too. That'd yeah. be amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I think they're already actually trying to do that. Um, it, it, but they say, yeah, just based off of your health. So what you're eating, um, what your perspective, like how open you are to it. And also, just awareness it's really i don't know from what i've researched so far it's actually not too hard to do unless like but there is a lot of preparation for it um and it's like a lifestyle basically it's not like oh okay i'm going to go in and you know feel this or and be this way it's like you literally have to be that and continue to be that and sure it just gets stronger and stronger right oh, so they're doing this organically yeah that's sick yeah yeah, yeah there's it's like not like um like Elon Musk on it or anything like that. <laughs> but, yeah. But um, definitely it's nice. out there. It's starting, yeah. It's analog. It's uh, it's it's Barry's version of my dream. Yeah, yeah. That's great. That's cool. Hey, that's a nice T-shirt you got on there. Oh, thanks, dude. It's brand new. Do you like that? It's one of the official What's Your Weird Story t-shirts. Where'd you get that? It's funny that you ask. I just got it off the brand new Spreadshirt.com site for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. There's no www. You just go straight to shop.spreadshirt.com backslash what's without the apostrophe W-H-A-T-S hyphen Y-E-R dash W-E-I-R-D dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there i mean you can never own enough clothing well that's true barry there's t-shirts for the ladies because you know they're cut differently there's hoodies which are really cool there's two different kinds of hoodies and there's also tote bags so you can tote your stuff that's so cool man so if you guys go out to spreadshirt.com what's your weird story currently there are two designs but there will be more going up very soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors Gina welcome to the family thank you for stopping by and uh, as always it's great to have Bobby in tow 
to help uh, sort of spur the conversation along and into different directions. And uh, it was really a lot of fun, and, and we appreciate her taking the time to hang out with us. Yes, Bobby, Gina, thanks um, for, you know, for, yeah, for being part of the Weirdsville family, but for sharing so much and so many thoughts and so much of your personal history and your cool stories. Um, just just so much fun having good conversations. That's one of the, the best things about us doing this is just talking to you guys and hearing your stories and then, you know, getting derailed to do these really fun conversations yeah. and having it just, a, you know, a good time. And we hope that everybody listening in Weirdsville has a good time because, you know, we figured if you're tuning in, you're probably you'll at least, you know, like some of what we're talking about, yeah. I guess. <laughs> I think a lot of it comes down to like just thought experiments. A lot of times when you, mm-hmm. you get caught up on in talking about these saying these things and like, you know, personally speaking, I spend a lot of time sort of hashing out ideas on my own. And then when we're talking to somebody who has like similar interests, yeah. th- these things come out. And it's like, that's what's fun about what we're doing is that we um, we just let it go. And we yeah. and, and hey, if it doesn't make the cut, it doesn't make the cut. But yeah. at the end of the day, an interesting conversation is is just that. And we're trying to do something for people on the listening end that is maybe thought provoking and something a little bit different. Yeah. So, you know, um, we are going to start inviting you to, if you're, um, if you've researched, you know, something and you've got some ideas on stuff like subject matters that we cover, um, but you ne- maybe you don't, haven't had experience with uh, Bigfoot, but you've read a lot about it and you've got a lot of good information and thoughts. You know, um, come on and we can talk about that stuff. Um, you know, or whatever. We're, we we want to broaden the um, the range for letting everybody come on and share their personal stories, but also. their interest and you know we can get involved and have great conversations that's right um see you know see how that goes um as we carry on because we know this summer is approaching and especially this is going to be everybody's going to be out of the house all the time summer because you know everybody's getting their shots and they're going to be out in the world having new experiences that they were you know denied for the past year for you know for health's sake and everything so um hopefully you'll have some great weird experiences uh out there when that happens but we also know that you you know people are going to be out and so it's harder to get guests um on a regular basis at this time of year so you know sometimes we struggle and we might not have a guest but we don't want to you know leave you guys hanging um as far as content wise so you know, you might, uh, one week it might be another show like this where we have just a lot of talk and discussion. Uh, it might be one of our traditional kind of inter- interview. We don't like that word, but conversations where someone's sharing their stories. Or maybe it's a special where we do a little digging on our own yeah. and uh, tell you, you guys about some interesting stuff or tell each other. It's kind of what it would be like. Um, or, you know, maybe one of you guys come on if you're an a- expert or a, a uh, aficionado yeah. of something, you know, come on and and, and uh, we can talk about that, yeah. you know. 
Yeah, one thing uh, we kind of talked a little bit before about we when we were rolling is that we're 50, we're at the fifty day mark of the uh, the government. Uh, well, forty four. Okay, about forty four days. So. Okay, so we'll be about forty four days away when this comes out uh, from the uh, government's report about well mandatory what, disclosure yeah. to from the Pentagon to the yeah. Congress. So get ready. It's going to get real weird because all these stories that we're hearing about and more footage coming forward, um, it's just going to continue to go that direction. And and we thought that it was going to go to that direction, but it's really shaping up to be quite, quite interesting. I've been sort of keeping abreast as much as I can to all the new sort of stories that are coming out. been listening to interviews with different folks that are involved. And it's just, um, it's a fascinating time to be alive, guys. To, to, to me, yeah. this this may be the, the, the biggest, we talked about it before. This could be one of the real forks in the road for humanity. Oh, and, sure. and the, the, you know this goes this goes about as as uh, as as high and as heavy as you can when it comes to uh, just a, a, a brand new a, a dawn of enlightenment, as it were. Yes. You know, we still don't know a lot when it comes to who or what are behind these things. Maybe we start to find these things out. Maybe as we get uh, further along, and and the. I think at this point, and I've heard somebody talk about it, uh, at this point, the government has no choice but to come clean on this stuff because they're getting pressured by a lot of different angles on, you know, what they know. And uh, so, yeah, I, I'm excited because obviously it's something that I'm interested in. I know you're interested in it, and I know a lot of mm -hmm. our, our, our listeners are too. So, cool, cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, it's going to be a, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be Weirdsville summer. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I predict a lot more UAP action during the summer. Let's hope. Let's hope. And I think a lot of people are going to be out just looking for yeah. stuff too. Yeah. You know, because like you said, there has been, you know, there has been more stuff that's coming out in the news where you see in the feeds and stuff. And maybe that's just the uh, algorithm pointing me in that direction. But it does seem like there's more stuff. People are talking more about you know, the UFOs in particular, but about weird things, you right. know, so it's just, um, yeah. it's time to embrace it, you know, and, and, uh, let's, let's, uh, you know, we'll talk about it and you guys, you know, come talk with us, share your stories, um, share your thoughts, you know, get a hold of us through our social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter and our Facebook page. You can, um, email us at, wywspod at gmail.com um, you can also call the hotline we forgot uh, you know we still got that if you didn't forget uh, sometimes we forget <laughs> call us at the hotline that is 513-909-9821 513-909-9821 and uh, yeah, so, you know, get a hold of us. Let us know what's going on, what's been happening, what's happened to you, what you're in, in, into. Um, let us, you know, any ideas you have for us uh, for, you know, that you think we should talk about or cover, look into, 
um, you know, give us some feedback. We enjoy your feedback. We enjoy hearing from you guys. And uh, that's really, um, along with your stories, what keeps us going. So, so yeah. So, yeah, yeah, guys. So, yeah, yeah. Keep it up. We we want to hear from you. And, uh, yeah, keep the, we'll keep the train rolling. Yeah, join us next week. We'll be back. We'll have something for you. And, um, you know, you'll just have to tune in to find out what it's going to be. Wink. Until then, thanks for listening. Thank you for being part of Weirdsville. And uh, have a good have a good week. Have a good life. Um, have, go go eat some uh, good food and and tell us about that. Um, but while you're out there, be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Till next time, be safe. Be weird. Stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.